Welcome to the Rise Up Network. I'm your host, James Carmody. This is episode 188. Rise Up Network is committed to sharing the good news, sharing those stories of men and women that are rising up, making a difference in their community and out there in the marketplace. We have great organization in studio, a special organization, something, uh, one of the aspects of life that I really appreciate and enjoy. We have the artistic director and conductor of Classics for Kids in studio with us, Dana Zimbrick. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Yeah, it's our pleasure. Classics for Kids. Okay. What is it? What are you guys up to? Right. Well, when we say classics, we're talking about classical music. Yes. And we are four kids, which means we're all about uh, exciting the next generation of kids about wonderful, beautiful music, um, making sure that they have access to it and that they have high education opportunities in music education. Fantastic and very, very important. Yes. Um, you know, before we, we kind of dive into the, everything that we have in here, you know, share a little bit with our network, a little bit about, you know, your background, where you're from, where you went to school, mm-hmm. what had you become passionate about music and, you know, why classics for kids? Sure. So um, I am a conductor. I'm an orchestral conductor. That's wow. my role. So okay. um, And I was really fortunate to go to public school in yeah. Michigan a while back when um, they had really wonderful music education programs through the schools. Um, I had a wonderful band teacher, played clarinet. Ended up doing Yeah, ended up doing an undergraduate degree in clarinet performance at the University of Wisconsin. Mm. Um, once again, public university, just great, you know, and Wisconsin had a wonderful education program as well for younger kids. When I came out to San Diego, my first position was with a youth orchestra here in town. Mm. And I started to become aware of the in inequalities that were available to students in San Diego County. Some areas have really excellent music programs and some areas are really missing that piece. And so an opportunity came up for me to um, begin working with Classics for Kids. And my role is that I get to conduct our orchestra, which is actually a professional orchestra. Wow. Um, and to be able to put together concerts that kids can come from their school, yeah. elementary school age, can come on field trips and come see a professional orchestra and learn all about classical music, what the instruments are, who the composers were, kind of, you know, the whole gamut of what is performing arts at, yeah. and related to concerts. Um, and for me, from the beginning, it was clear that this was an opportunity to really like very mission driven, very, mm. for me personally, that yeah. um, I had been so lucky to have amazing opportunities and educators mm-hmm. in my life and wanting to make sure that kids in San Diego, no matter where they live, that they should be able to have opportunities through their school to see great performing arts and great orchestra. I mean, invaluable, you know. Um, What is, classics for kids, I mean, you said 25 years. Yeah. What what was the background? What was the impetus? What was the reason? So for yeah, so it's one. It's a really great story. So our um, organization was founded by a woman named Marion Sheree, hmm. and she uh, she and her family lived in Poway. Um, there they had a daughter who was in middle school, and she brought her daughter to a concert to see a solo pianist, hmm. um, and she had that moment when she realized I have the ability to give my own daughter access you know, by buying a ticket for her to go and seeing the impact that it had on her own child. But then when she went back to the school, realizing that there was tons of kids who did not have the ability to get out there and see 
great classical music. And so just this suddenly, oh my gosh, there's all these kids who won't have this opportunity. And so she founded Classics for Kids based on that. That was 25 years ago. Um, and since then, the organization has continued to grow and reach more and more students. Um, I came on 15 years ago, 16 years ago as the conductor. Um, and it's just been an amazing um, I don't know. It's just made me, it's really made me feel like I was doing something important, that I was changing kids' lives. And sure. that impact, hopefully, is, you know, building and creating just goodness for the kids that are here in San Diego. But yeah, so it was a wonderful story. And it really came from just a mom wanting to give her own child something special, but then yeah. recognizing that none of the other, you know, a lot of other kids didn't have that same opportunity. Well, you know, when was it for you when you were younger that you were like, all right, this music is, this is pretty special. Yeah. This matters. That's interesting. I think from a very, very, very young age, yeah. I always was very moved by music. Music mm-hmm. was something that really impacted me, impacted me emotionally. I mean, you could listen to a piece of music and it, it makes you feel something, yeah. you know, and that like was very fresh for me, just even as a young person. Um, I was probably not until high school, early high school, though, that I realized that of all the fields that there were out there, that this was this was the path that I was going to have to go, that there yep. wasn't anything else I was going to be able to dig into quite like music that was going to be interesting and have a variety um, and ch- be challenging for an entire lifetime, you know? Um, and it certainly has been that, so, yeah. yeah. You know, I, th- I think music is, you know, it's an artistic outlet for people, but it's also a way for people to get in touch with their emotions. Yeah. You know, you know, music evokes different emotions. It evokes movement in the body. I mean, I know as a kid, I was fortunate to grow up, and I just I remember this bookcase in my parents' house. In the bottom two shelves were records, were old vinyl records, hundreds of them. And it wasn't uncommon to come down in the morning and Dad's cranking Latin jazz, mm-hmm. and then twenty minutes later. Michael Jackson's on, mm-hmm. and then it's Led Zeppelin. Right. Or the Rolling Stones or the Beatles. Right. You know, and that exposure at a young age as, as a boy is, you know, developed into a great appreciation for music, and I see the importance in it in people's lives, you know, as an outlet and as a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the thing that's so interesting about music, too, is, as you're saying, it's for the person who writes it, yeah. the songwriter, the composer, it's their creative outlet. They're trying to communicate something usually you know usually there's something that they're trying to communicate even if it's a piece of classical music that doesn't have words necessarily but then on the other end it's the receiver of the music also experiences something through listening to that yeah um and that's just I I think that's why it's such an amazing art form and sadly a lot of our kids you know, we can't, we can't really play a lot of radio for them anymore if they're of a certain age, right? right? Um, and there's just the access that we can provide our own children is somewhat limited to music in general, I think. Yeah. Um, so really being able for classics for kids, being able to focus on classical music. Um, and we, I think my programming tends to be more broad as well, because I'm also interested in how classical music intersects with other 
types of music. Yeah. So, um, couple and, and why is that? You know, I'm not as as versed in. Right. Well, I think just like anything, classical composers mm-hmm. have always been influenced by music that they hear around them. Whether it's whether mm. it's jazz and wanting to try to bring jazz influence into the classical music that they're writing, yep. or um, we did, we've done programs with mariachi, we've done programs with Irish yeah. music, we've done programs with Indian classical music. With um, I just you know I've just I've tried to realize that there are other forms out range. there, right? And then can we? How do I connect that to something that the kids might not know? For example, I'm, yeah. um, you could think of um, actually just this morning I was looking for uh, just thinking about programming for the future, and I was trying to figure out which pieces of classical music really show influence of jazz and yeah. of blues. So um, Copeland did that in his music. Gershwin mm. did that in his music. Um, the few French composers like Mio and Ibert, which people might not recognize the names, but when you listen to their music, you can hear how they were taking that Harlem 1920s jazz and yeah. trying to write it for an orchestra, changing the instrumentation. Yeah. Um, and I find those types of cultural connections mm-hmm. really interesting. And Maybe jazz isn't the best um, example, but when you talk about mariachi or music that comes from Mexico, um, some of our students here might be familiar with certain sounds that come from that type of music. So if I can show them how that made its way into classical music, maybe they're more interested in listening to classical music now, or they feel that it's more representative of who they are. There's that connection. Yeah. What, you know, for people that, you know, may not be as versed with music, how would you define classic music mm-hmm. versus other types of music. Sure. Well, I, you know, there's, it's, I don't know if there's one easy way to do it. Um, for classics for kids, we have a, we have a small orchestra that performs mm-hmm. on our concerts. So for us, sometimes it's as simple as was the music written for an orchestra? Are mm-hmm. there violin, is there, you know, violin, viola, cello, bass, woodwind instruments, brass instruments combined in, um, yep. But, of course, there's classical music for solo piano. There's classical music that's uh, vocal music. There's classical music that's just for wind and band instruments with no strings. So there's just, there's a lot of, you know, it's it's a range of things that the music can be um, written for. And we, um, so, and also, I mean, if you're really going to get technical, there is also, sure, let's get technical. There's also a time period in music uh, where like Mozart's time, where that's considered the classical time period. Yes. Okay. But there's also the Romantic. There's also 20th century. There's also Baroque. There's also... So it's... You know what I mean? There's like that's all these... part of my brain was right. going. Okay, you're, you're good. I'm impressed. So, but then we also say that all of this music yeah. is classical music. That it's, um, it's a genre of its own that, mm. you know, is probably 400 years old. Yeah. But there's also the very specific slice of music where it was, you know, 1750-ish or something. Talk about, you know, the importance of that in higher education for kids. So this is a, it's a complex answer, I think, but arts in all forms really can help kids understand that there's often not an easy answer, that mm-hmm. life is not just either a yes or a no. Um, you're either, you're not, I mean, I don't know, not in everything in your, your life, you're not going to either be 100% for or 100% against. Life's not black and white, in my opinion. No, it's not. And, and if we and if we try to simplify it that way, I yeah. think we're setting our kids up for a lot of confusion in their sure. life. Yeah. So 
classical music for me and the expression of emotion and the expression of sometimes very complex feelings and stories and things that you're trying to express mm -hmm. um, is one example to children about how I think life really is, honestly, you wow. know. So that's pretty deep. I don't, no, don't know if you fantastic. wanted to get there, but that's... No, that's great. I, I'd, I'd love to hear maybe a, a couple examples, maybe of some of the kids that you've worked with mm -hmm. over recent years, you know, that maybe it was their first concert or, their, mm -hmm. or they got exposed to this and you're like, wow, that kid got, they got touched yeah. by something right there. No, we, we got we have wonderful letters from kids. And um, there was one letter that the, I think it was a little girl. She's, I'm trying to remember the grade. It's probably in second, around second grade. But she said, when I heard the music start, my heart jumped. Wow. So she, you know, she gets it. She, Magic. you know, she felt it. It's like, yep. oh, what a beautiful experience. Or, um, yeah, or just commenting about how beautiful the music sounded or how relaxed they felt or um, how, for example, like, I didn't know that Beethoven went deaf. That must have been really hard for him. Right. What a lesson is that? Right, that we can still do great things even if we have challenges in our lives. Yeah. So I think it's all those messages that we're trying to, to show. Um, and then also, hopefully, inspiring kids at some point to be creative and to mm. think about you know, their ideas. We did a piece in March um, by a composer named Benjamin Britten. Yeah. And um, the name of the piece was Simple Symphony. It's not simple, but that was the name of, of his piece. Right. And... When I was researching about the piece, it turns out that some of the themes that he wrote into his music, mm. he actually had written when he was like eight years old. Wow. He used to keep a, like a book where he would just kind of sketch ideas. Um, so if you know any kids out there that have just always are having ideas, tell them to write it down. Yeah. Because when they get older, they may look back and say, hey, that was a really good idea. I think I'm going to put that in my symphony. Uh, yeah. So I made sure that the kids know that, um, that they're, they should be valuing their valuing their, their own creativity. ideas, their creativity and their ideas now. Um, yeah. That's not something that only needs to happen when they're older, but it can happen right now. Yeah, and, you know, I believe that creativity is something that needs to be fostered and and encouraged in kids. You know, we are now in a very fast-paced world where technology and things are changing so fast. It's going to take multiple young people being very creative to solve problems that we don't even know about yet. And having them be exposed to classical music and this level of creativity and imagination and feelings and emotion, what a gift. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I want to talk a little bit about the impact and then some of the stuff you guys have coming up. Yeah, great. So I know that, you know, you're providing programs for over 20,000 kids mm -hmm. a year. Yeah. Wow. That's very impactful. It is. What does that look like? So what that looks like is that um, for, we have 12 concerts that happen during the school year. That's down at the Balboa Theater in downtown San down Diego. Down at Balboa Theater? Yeah. Okay. So kids are getting on their buses from all over the county, um, coming down and seeing our, our programs there. Um, part of that 20,000, we also have a, um, an in-school assembly program where we send a musician, and usually I go out too, and we talk to kids about whether it's sound waves and music or percussion instruments. Um, we have a few different programs that we do yeah. that we take all around. But yeah, so 20,000 kids, that's a lot of kids. That is a lot of kids, <laughs> yes. I only have two. I don't have 20,000 on my own. I have I'm one. a mom. I have two kids at home, and right. 20,000 is a lot more than that, yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it important. Now, so upcoming on the 16th and 17th, 
you have these events at the Balboa Theater. Yeah, so let me tell you about that. So we're going to end up our... So every year we have a concert season that tends to go with academic year of the school kids. Okay. So in May, this year is when we have our last concerts at the Balboa Theater. And we're doing a concert called Sing Me a Story. And I'm really excited about it. We're collaborating with two opera singers, Victoria Robertson and Bernardo Bermudez. Mm. They have created... um, a a short opera for young people called The Enchanted Tale Hmm. based on a new fairy tale about a princess and a fox. And, but they've used all opera, like familiar opera tunes, changed the words to English to help tell the story of the princess and the fox. And so when we perform with them on May 16th and May 17th, we will be the first time ever that their show has been performed with a professional, with a live orchestra. It's always been with piano before, but we're going to premiere it with orchestra. Um, and it's just, what we've been talking about, it's a great example of um, Victoria Robertson. She wrote the story. She, she did the, the new libretto, which is the way we say the words for the opera. She's a very talented singer herself. So is Bernardo. And they, they've created this new piece of art. And the idea is to get kids excited about opera to get excited about classical music and to get excited about storytelling through music. Um, And that's a big theme for me too, is that how music can not only communicate as we've talked about, but it can also tell great stories. So we're really excited about that. And we'll have um, 5,000 kids come through the Balboa Theater Wow. On May 16th and 17th, yeah. And so, and is that open to any school program? Sure. So it's uh, public school, private school, homeschool, Okay. Parents home with their kids. So yes, it is. Yeah. Kids, kids and parents. All right, so parents, kids, public school, private school, charter school, homeschool. Exactly. All of them. All Check schools. it out. Yeah. So that's May 16th and 17th mm-hmm. down at the Balboa Theater. Um, and I know, you know, where can we, where can we keep up with you online and social media and all that? Yeah. So we've got a great website, classicsforkids.org. It's okay. with the number four. That's number four. Yeah. Um, we're on Facebook, Twitter. Um, LinkedIn, if that's what you know you want to do, but it's classics. The number four kids is usually where you'll find us. That's our kind of our social media handles. We have those everywhere. Um, I just I want to say one last thing, if I could. We Please. have, you know, it's it's always a challenge to be a nonprofit in San Diego. It's yes. always a challenge to serve the underserved, and a lot yep. of our kids are underserved as far as economics, and they live in neighborhoods where it's hard to get downtown. Um, we have a growing need for funding. For transportation. Yep. Funding for transportation. Yeah, mm-hmm. because what we have is students, teachers who really want to bring their kids, yep. students who really want to come from their schools, and for one reason or the other, there's not funding to help pay for that bus to get them down to the Balboa Theater. So maybe if there's somebody out there that's listening that maybe that touches their heart or they feel like that's a way that they might want to be involved and help us out, um, it's all because it's all about access and making sure that students across the county have equal access to what you know to music education yeah absolutely i mean you know so folks i mean there's 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 a call to action here you know if music speaks to you or you just want to make a difference or you have extra cash laying around that you would like to put to excellent use you know classics for kids is a great organization and they're making a difference with the next generation you know so Check out the website. It's classics, the number four, kids.org, classics4kids.org. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram, social media. But mark your calendars from May 16th and 17th down at the Balboa Theater and make sure that you're talking to, you know, your kids' teachers. If they're not aware, bring awareness to it. And um, just get involved, you know, get involved and get informed, you know. So 
Dana, thank you so much for what you do. Um, it's, it's been a pleasure having you on. Great organization that I think is so critical. And uh, the Rise Up Network is, is going to come behind you guys and support you. And we're going to share this story and get the message out. And we thank you for coming on and we wish you the very best. Oh, thank you for your time. This has been really fun. Absolutely. Folks, get on that website, learnaboutclassicsforkids.org. Get out there, share with your kids, share with your teachers, share with the educators. And if you have, you have money and you're inclined, support them. You know, these things don't run on their own and they need the transportation to get to these events. And as always, get out there and rise up. <laughs>